Thank you for downloading Three Idgets in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading this episode of Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're going to talk about season two, episode 16, Roadkill. But first, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Today I worked at the store. I was supposed to work at the college, but then I said I didn't feel well, so I didn't go. But it was, it wasn't feeling that great this morning. Mm. So I worked at the store. The only thing that's been on my mind recently is my tattoo. You sent me the picture. Here's, it, here's the thing. I know it doesn't make you feel better. I know, but, but it it's looks, hard to tell. It's it's really, like, unless you point it out, yeah. I can't tell. And it still looks good. It still looks cool. Yeah. I know it's in the back of your mind. Right, because it's just that it's not my design. It's not. It's never it's, going to be my design anymore. Because it was, it's just like that one little thing that's there are, different. Yeah, there are. It's just like, it's just I, like, one, it's like, like two lines. I got, a, I got a Celtic knot that I designed, and, like, I sent the guy the picture of, like the original design and I brought in the original on the day of and he had a printout that I assumed was just what he printed like a picture of the picture I sent him he and so we just compared the sizes to make sure the size was the right size and it was and then he just got started and I didn't even look at it like I assumed it would be the thing that I sent him and then he started working and I couldn't see it because it's like on my chest and I'm laying down and then I get up and it looks fine you know like from afar and from like just sitting there looking in the mirror you know and I, I like didn't look too closely because I assumed it would be right and I was like this is perfect and then I got home and I looked at it closer and I was like well fuck this is wrong and it's, it's just it's like two lines that are, are switched yep there it's like there are there are two little loops in my original drawing that are like these little pointed loops that make sense like in the Celtic knot and in the tattoo it makes no sense like the knot just like there are three or four lines that go to nowhere yeah it's like it becomes a weird non-euclidean yeah. situation in the corner which yeah. if you're not you know, used to drawing Celtic knots. It, it looked like he got lost yeah. in the middle of it. And I'm like, the li- I drew it for you. Like, you didn't have to make anything up. Mm. So yeah. I'm like, I was just sad. And I'm getting more angry, I think. Anyway. Anyway. Oof. But yeah. is it something that can be fixed? I think so. it's not like it will never be fixed. Like, it'll never be my design. Like, unle- like unless you unless were to go I got in part of it removed and, and then, then we went through and re-inked it. Like, there, like, the top half of it is, like, fine. It is just the bottom half that is, like, there are two little spots where the loops are just completely messed up. And I, I went through last night and, like, redrew what the actual, like, tattoo that he made and drew in, like, a couple like a couple more lines to kind of make it make sense. Like, the knot itself. And, like, it'll just look a little bit busy in the middle, but, like, it, the eye won't get drawn to it that much because it'll just look like a bunch of, li- like, a bunch of knots, you know, a bunch of lines in the middle. So there is kind of a way to fix it to make it look like it kind of works, but it's never going to be really fixed. I mean, and, like, further down the line, because of, like, the fine liner and stuff, you might have to get it touched up eventually. Yeah. And further, further, further down the line or whatever, you might decide to get it, like, lasered in spots and then get the whole thing touched up. Yeah. Yeah. So all potential Yeah, it is just moving forward, you know? Yeah. Moving forward from here, because there's no way to go back. (laughs) Yeah. 
that, that one of the problems with permanent body art. Yeah. And just like, you know, that like trust that you give somebody. Yeah. And it yeah, like just sucks. sucks, you know? So that was my last weekend. That was Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Kick it off with a bummer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I really realized I don't, I haven't talked about my, my job in a while. Yeah. Certainly not since we've gotten some new listeners. I teach pre-K. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there are fun, funny, fun stories. Yeah. So I, I can share some a story. Yeah, sure. To, to lighten, <laughs> lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah. Names names will be different, but anecdotes are real. Okay. Most of the stories are just like little funny things that the kids say. Uh, we have a couple comedy kids who yes. are, they're, they're funny. So I teach pre-K. That's, I have 16 students, ages three to five. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. When you're four years old, understanding joke structure... <laughs> Mm-hmm. is not always there. And most of, you know, kid jokes are like, why did the chicken cross the road? Fart noise. Like, they're, like they're, they're like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> or, why did the chicken cross the road? Bread. Ha, ha, ha. And it's like, <laughs> like, wh- uh, what? <laughs> most kid jokes are kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I have two, two students who in the past, like, couple weeks got off a couple good jokes on me. Yeah. And, like, got, like, the full joke structure, too. So, one... Student number one, Simon. He is, he's a funny kid and came up to me with three jokes. His first joke. And I'm, like, and I'm expecting, of course, the, you know, like, joke that doesn't make any sense. Be like, Miss Margaret, can I tell you a joke? I'm like, absolutely. This is, this is, I'm, I'm this is what, my day what, I, I, I need I, to know. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he, t- he says, Miss Margaret, knock, knock. I'm like, fantastic. Well, this is going to go nowhere. <laughs> We're going to get stuck in a loop. That's that's how these usually go. Is, you know, knock, knock. I'm like, okay, who's there? He's interrupting cow. And I'm like, no way. Yep, this We're, we're going for a classic joke here. <laughs> this is, this is, this is a classic. He must have heard this from his older brother. Okay, here we go. Interrupting cow. Fantastic. Interrupting cow who? And he gets the moo off flawlessly. <laughs> Interrupting cow. Moo. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is comedy gold. Can only get better from here. Second joke. Knock, knock. And I'm like, great. We've, we've got the, <laughs> we've got the formula. We've learned the knock, knock formula. This is fantastic. So knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting chicken. Yes, yes. And I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> we, know, we have a joke formula. I'm like, okay. Interrupting chicken. And he comes in with another moo. Playing on your expectations from the one before. This is, we are approaching advanced joke making for a four-year-old. <laughs> This this kid is this kid something else. I'm like this is this is fantastic. Simon, what is what is joke number three? It's like it's different. Okay, and he kind of like sidles up to me and gives me a little little side eye with a little smirk, and he goes, "How do you make a tissue dance?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no way!" <laughs> Another classic for the hat trick. I'm like how how Simon? How do you make a tissue dance? You put a little boogie in it. <laughs> I could not be prouder of you, young sir. Yes, <laughs> that's so funny. The other funny kid. I uh, got off a good joke. I was in the middle of something. So my attention was split like three different ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm fixing her hair. And you know, I'm getting in there with the with the detangle spray. Yep. There's another kid talking to me. I'm detangling her hair. And Jennifer is like, realizes that like, like now, now is the perfect time. And I catch the like, corner of her eye, which was twinkling with mischief. And she like turns around and, and I'm like, like, I'm trying to do your hair. Stop turning around. And she's like, Miss Margaret, what's your name? <laughs> I'm like, what? What? <laughs> What are you talking about? It's like, what's your real name? I'm like, Margaret. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Turn around. I'm, t- I'm trying to fix your hair. And she's like, okay. So your name is Margaret. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 
She's like, okay, what is this? And she points to her face and she's wearing a mask. It's like, I don't know your mask. And she's like, no. And she like tries to pull it down. I'm like, don't do that. (laughs) She's like, it like, like taps her nose. I'm like, okay, your nose. She's like, yes. Then she holds out her hands and says, what is this? There's nothing in her hands. But I was like, uh, air. She's like, you were like, she the look on her face was like, you were so frustrating (laughs) and stupid. (laughs) My God. So dumb. (laughs) What is this? And I'm like, I don't know. Nothing. And she's like, yeah, Margaret knows nothing. I'm like, you got me. I didn't, I didn't yeah, I wasn't paying see, attention. I wasn't paying attention. Like, like, hit with a train. Like, I. Margaret knows nothing. <laughs> Whoa. Like, like, and uh, she had, like, for a split second, like, she, she laughed a little bit, but she had for a split second, like, oh no, I just pulled that out of a t shirt. <laughs> like, like a realization, like, uh. This could have gone a couple ways. Like, like, this, like, depending on the reaction, I could be in trouble. I thought it was hilarious, and I told her I was so proud of her. <laughs> her older sister pulled it on her and to- right. told her to try it on her teachers. That is very cute. Which in itself is a bit of a prank because yeah, yeah. if she had tried that on, oh, on your co-teacher, on my, on my lead teacher, yeah. and if it was like, you know, at circle time or something, <laughs> uh, my my co-teacher is uh, a little bit stricter about, about stuff. <laughs> I don't think she would have found that as funny. Yeah. And she probably would have been like, well, that's not very nice. <laughs> Luckily, I have a sense of humor, and I'm like, I told her I was so proud of her, and I'm like, you, that is so funny. <laughs> so, you know, the conclusion: the kids are the kids are great. Yeah. Aww. And um, another another character from re- recurring character from from the stories, our cutest kid in class. Yes. Who? This is the second full school year I've had her because she got moved up early. Right. She will be going to kindergarten in the fall. Had her fifth birthday recently oh. she's our of, of this class as our first five-year-old that's very and cute I'm like when i met her she was three oh. and you like watched her become a person i, I watched her become a, a full a like person. a person a little human person <laughs> I, i'm just like like oh my god <laughs> Why? How did that happen? How? How did that happen? How did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's, um, just, there's just, they're just cute. And I'm really glad their parents come to pick them up at the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah. You can say goodbye. Goodbye. I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Now I get to go. And now I get to go. I get to go home. (laughs) Not be with you. (laughs) Yeah. Other people's kids are fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because they leave eventually. Yeah. And they're on their generally best behavior, right? Like, your your stories about the children were heartwarming. heartwarming. Not, like, sad, but, you know. If I told a graduation story, it would have been a little sad. Oh, yeah. Because we did do graduation last year. I will do graduation again, and I will have to watch this batch of kids go off to kindergarten. We do, we do, we do a pre-K graduation. Which is adorable. They have little caps and gowns. Yes. (laughs) And they're different colors, right? Yeah, primary Uh, colors. uh, (laughs) Red, yellow, blue, green, and purple, I think. But there's, it's mostly, you know, red, yellow, blue. And they, um, and they get, they have little caps and gowns, they get little diplomas, they get, like, little, like, medallions. (laughs) They get little, like, uh, superlative awards. That is so cute! It's like, best smile. Uh, Most athletic. Like, like, like those. Like, classroom helper. Like, we, 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 uh, and those, we do, like, little, like, plaques made with printer paper and construction paper. (laughs) 
that, that I taped together on my lunch break, kind yeah. of. Yeah, and and they usually and they get like a little balloon, and then the ice cream truck came last year. That is so and, cute. And gave them all free ice cream. <laughs> for graduating. For graduating pre-K. <laughs> I didn't cry at the ceremony, but I I did tear up like when they were like they were all getting into their cars, Aww. and I was like, oh my god, goodbye. They're there all summer, so right, I, I, like, so I didn't really have to say goodbye to them until September. But, but and and then I did cry a bit <laughs> when, when they, they really when they goodbye. really said goodbye and went to really for real kindergarten, but. So yeah. that that was a little a little sad and a little heartwarming and a little melancholy. Yeah. And a little teary-eyed. Yeah. So speaking of some Spe- uncommon emotion Spe- for, yeah. for Supernatural, let's jump into today's episode, season two, episode sixteen, Roadkill. So our writer today is Rael Tucker, who oh, we have not liked always in the uh, past. Yeah. Our writer today, Rael Tucker, who we know from season one, co-wrote four episodes with Sarah Gamble. Right. Um, that was Dead in the Water, Faith, Nightmare, and Salvation. Okay. Those were all... Those were okay. Those were all... Salvation those, wasn't great, but like... Yeah, but, uh, but it really suffered from being that lull. Right. Right. In between the last couple episodes. For solo credits, we've seen two episodes solo by her so far. Children shouldn't play with dead things. No, which we, we did, did not, not like. like. That it was that that was the zombie. Hi, <laughs> Lindsay. One. I'm home. That was the zombie <laughs> girlfriend. We I didn't like that one. No, when it wasn't that good. Neil was creepy. Uh, it was creepy and just not good. No, it was clunky. Yeah, and and just like they had mistakes. In yeah, it. other yeah. than other than bugs, that was the first one that we were like, like no. Ooh. Oh, no. didn't like that one. The other one she wrote was Hunted. Okay. That's the one with 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 Gordon. With Gordon. Oh, that was which we like pretty good. That was, yeah. So some mixed feelings. Yeah, some mixed feelings on her writing. Uh, certainly as a solo writer. Yeah. So and this one was directed by Charles Beeson. We know his directing from Playthings. Okay. Which, which we was liked the direction. Yeah. Um, I, I know I liked the direction. There it was. We had some cool like sweeping up sweeping camera work staircase up to like the balcony and then when she was like uh, over the pool and yeah and like yeah. The, the in the water and yeah, through yeah. the, the, the yeah through so the there, there was some interesting direction top. there so I don't know if you know working with this director there's some difference why are all of our writers uh, so uh, we're, we're getting so mediocre. mixed feelings inconsistency I think one of the issues I know I'm, I'm pretty sure this was true for Rael Tucker this was her and her and Sarah Gamble getting into I mean Supernatural was a show kind of used for this Get for, to get into genre writing. Yeah. And to have, like, your first writing credits in genre writing so that you can go on to write for other genre shows. So we're going to see some inconsistent writing and some inconsistent directing. Certainly, though, from Rael Tucker so far has been inconsistent yeah. in quality. Yeah. This episode aired March 15th, 2007. We get kind of a different opening. We get a different tagline to open. Bobby starts us off like with there's his... There's storms coming and you two are in the middle of it. And... Which, which initially suggested to me like oh are we gonna get plot plot because hmm. bobby because bobby is delivering this line that's like there's stuff there's happening there's stuff is stuff is happening and you guys don't even know what's going on stuff's happening yeah. but 
then no. We get the the then flash, and then it's just a series of taglines mm-hmm. yeah. that don't really mean anything. We get our our the tagline of the show, Dad wants us to pick up. Sam and Dean have seen things most people only dream about. We save as many people as we can. If it's supernatural, we kill it. No, Dean, we hunt evil. And we're <laughs> here to exterminate them. There's and a lot of shooting. So yeah, 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 bang, 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 and then our lives are weird, man. I wonder if they did that because they were coming off like a month-long break. Right. And it's just like, hey, just to check in and let anyone who's just happens to be catching it here that like here's a series of taglines to give you a general feel for the tone of the show. Mm-hmm. That there's big stuff going on yeah. and it's monsters and we have we're, we kill them. We kill them, but sometimes we're conflicted about it. <laughs> Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> now. Uh, it is uh, nighttime. There is a car driving on a wet. Bridge might get wet. Rainy Pacific Northwest rural looking road. That's one of those tilted truck signs that's like, look out, you'll you're, you'll flip your car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look out. Look out. Look out. Hello. We hear House of the Rising Sun playing. There's a couple. I was, um, I was surprised Dad didn't get what I was doing. You, 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 okay, so Bridget walk, <laughs> walked into the living room the other night <laughs> and just did like a da 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 and way faster than that though but but like no words it was just like like in that like da da and then you're like yeah unrecognizable and you and then you're like what song is that and mom and dad are like what but I had just watched the episode so I was like oh how's the obviously how does the song start there is oh wait I was doing that's what I was doing to dad yeah but you did it really fast and and mostly just like Because I had just watched it. I was like, oh, I know what you're talking about. And so it's not how it's But I, in in games like like charades and like Trivia Pursuit or like whatever, like, like those games where you're like in a song category yeah. and it's like, hum this little bit of song and guess it. No, you no. do not want me as a partner. <laughs> I am so bad at pop culture music. <laughs> music in general, like I cannot tell you for sure. If you're like, have you heard this song? If I just listen to it, there's a good chance I will not recognize it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was pure chance. But this is this is known about me that I'm bad at music stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that because but then because then because you gaslight like, like, me. When, well, that's that's different. That's just funny. It's not to me. <laughs> not to me. It's not funny. It's really funny when I say I've never heard of Lady Gaga <laughs> of Elton John. I don't know who that is. I don't know. <laughs> Tell oh, me. the guy from Rotel Dorado? Yeah. yeah. From Brother Bear? Lion no, King. Lion. Oh, no, not Brother Bear. Lion King. Lion King. Brother Bear Brother is, Bear is, is Phil, Phil Collins. Collins. No, I'm, That's thinking of, I'm thinking of the bears. Country bears. Country bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, country bears. Christopher Walken? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Country bears. Elton John was in Country Bears. No, <laughs> so I look. think Elton John is the gardener. Yes, he, he is. is. He is the gardener on the Cause estate. Because then, then they're like, hey, that guy looks like Elton John. <laughs> so is, I'm right. He is. Yeah, he's the gardener right. on the estate. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
I have I have to I have to watch Country Bears. Yeah, this is the universe telling you. It's so funny. It's such a stupid movie. It is. It really is. <clears throat> so how's the rising sun starts playing? <laughs> yep. And we've got a couple. This girl is driving and this guy is in the passenger seat and she's like, we're lost. And he's like, no, this is a shortcut. And he's like fumbling with a flashlight and map. And yeah, mm-hmm. we've been we've been on this road for like an hour. We haven't seen another car. And he's like, Molly, I know how to read a freaking map. Molly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, alrighty, I hate this guy. Yeah. But um, she's like, we, we saw a gas station a little while back. We could stop. And he was like, that's like 40 minutes ago. We're not turning around. She's like, come on. Yeah, and then she has to go on. She's like, isn't this argument a little archaic? Like, men stopping for directions. We can do that now. And he's like, no, it's like in our genetic code. See, like, the way it's written is def- definitely reads like that. It's, yeah. And, and it's like <laughs> super annoying. Yeah. And for the most part, yes, it is super annoying. I thought- The way that they said it, though? Yeah. I well, I thought the way he acted it was a little bit more endearing than it was written. Yeah. yeah. As like, like, like she, she's like, like, isn't it archaic? And he's like, he's like, huh. <laughs> like, like, no, is it our genetic makeup? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was cuter than that. Mm-hmm. It was written though in a way I did not like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, look, I know exactly where we are. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, where? He's like, what does he say? Highway 99? Mm-hmm. And then they immediately pass a Highway 41 sign. She's, she's like, like, huh, Highway 99, huh? It's like, okay, so we're taking the scenic route. And then we learn his name is David. She mm-hmm. sighs and says David. And he calls her Molly. She's she's mad because it's their anniversary and they're spending it in the car. He tries to lighten the mood. Like, I know, I'm sorry. And and there's and the sort of teasing. He climbs over into her seat and like, you're not wearing your seatbelt? No. And he's like, hey, let, let me make it up to you. Come here. And it's like, like she's driving. She's driving. It's nighttime. Yeah. The wet, the, the wet road. The uh, wet road. Yeah. She's driving. Don't do this. This no. is not safe. This is literally distracted driving. Like, you are distracting her from driving. And he, like, crawls over into her seat and starts kissing her on, her on, on the cheek and on the neck. And she's like... Stop I'm, it. I'm, I'm so, so mad at I'm, you. And she's fucking driving. <laughs> <laughs> Except she's, she's like... She's like, she's like <laughs> stop it. Like, like okay. 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 Uh-huh. And then okay. she's like, okay. okay. Stop, okay. It. stop it. <laughs> and sho- shoves him back into his seat. He turns to look through the windshield because she's not no. yeah. and realizes they're about to hit someone so David shouts Molly panics swerves makes a sharp turn off the road into a ditch and hits a tree and there's a crunch we see a shattered windshield and it goes to black we slowly fade in on the wrecked car cracked windshield smoke coming from from the engine and Molly sl- kind of slowly comes to dazed obviously she's just been in a car crash she wakes up realizes she's alone no David yeah the is the door Door open. The door's open. So it's like, oh, did he get flung from the car? Did he leave the car? She doesn't get out of the, the driver's side. She gets out of the, pa- she, you know, drags herself through the car, out the pass- the open passenger door. And Dave's looking around, starts calling for David. She leaves the car, though, and just starts walking through the woods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She yeah. doesn't Aimlessly. go up to the road where nope. she was. She just nope. walks through the woods even further. And there's snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she doesn't have a coat. Nope. <laughs> she just, she leaves the car. She leaves the road. And walks further Walk- to the just, woods. Just wanders off into the woods. And calling like, for David. Calling for David. Uh, the, uh... Car safety. Don't do this. No. And like, like just normal, like, self-preservation. Don't do this. It's, it's wintertime. There's snow on the ground. She finds a, like, a cabin in the woods and knocks on the door, says, hello, anyone there? Knocks again and goes in, like, just barely, like, barely waits at all. Yeah. <laughs> hello? They, they use, like, a knock sound effect. Yeah. 
like a like a like a stock knock sound effect. Yeah, which I don't like. No. I don't like. They did not like that audio experience because it didn't really it didn't really match what she was doing, no. and it was also bad in my ears <laughs> with my you know surround sound headphones. It was very it, like I did not like that. But <laughs> what I think would have been more appropriate is if they had used a knock situation more like in What's Up Doc mm-hmm. when Eunice is like, um, has it any hello hello um. Uh, this can't be the Larrabee. Why, those are Howard's. What on earth are you doing with Howard Bannister's rocks? Madeline Kahn, comic genius. She walks in and sees, like, a bloody table, knives on the wall, (laughs) a hook. A large pentagram on the floor, an altar, a large black kettle, and a black robe. A pointy hat, a broomstick. Hey, man! Three newts. This is a lizard fu- tongue. <laughs> eyeballs. Um, and there's a man with his back to her, stand, just standing in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> always a good sign. Yeah, right. And she's right. like, "Oh hi! Oh He's hi! Like, it's you! You're the guy I almost hit with my car. I crashed." <laughs> He's waiting. He's been waiting in there for like five minutes. Like it's very, it's very NPC. Just it's stand, the, stares at yeah, corner. It's yeah. the uh, no. Oh wait, no, not yet. <laughs> He's like, and yeah, and yeah. Uh, like, 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 like waiting in the spinning chair to do the hello, Mister. <laughs> You're wondering why I brought you here. <laughs> so he does turn around, and we see that he's got a big, uh, like belly wound, and he's bleeding. And then it looks, it's, it looks like pulsating. And yeah, he's got yeah. like organ situation going he's got on, a lot of holding his insides out. And then his face turns like ghastly and ghosty, and he starts to like bleed from the mouth, and it's all very, very horror movie. And she's like, "This no, <laughs> thank yeah. you, but no, <laughs> uh, nope." And you know, screams obviously, and we go. To theme supernatural fire. fire. And I was like, oh, she's still alive. Yeah, I was like, she made it out alive. Yeah, because w- instead of instead of usually, we then go to the boys who hear about some lady died in the woods. It's the boys. <laughs> and then they go on their investigation. We're back with her. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it's oh. Oddly bright out, like moonlight is very, very bright. Very large moon. Yeah. She's running through the woods and gets to the road. And she's not really doing like the horror movie, like looking behind her while she runs. And and, and you know. a- kind of aimless, like, like doing a lot of like, uh, uh, like, ah. like, like, I can't run very far because if they move the camera, they'll see cars. Yeah. <laughs> I have this short distance that I need to run and make it look like I'm running a longer distance. Yeah. So, and and then we're going to shoot it from a different angle and run the exact same path mm-hmm. <laughs> to make it look even longer. So, yeah. So she runs out of the woods. She's on the road. And there's a car coming. Mm-hmm. She's like, stop, 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 stop. Runs out in the middle of the road in front of the car. It skids to a stop. And we see it's Dean and Sam. Yeah, it's like, hey. Uh, Dean, like, 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 holy shit. Skids to a stop. And she runs around to Sam's window. She's banging on it, pleading with them to help her. And Sam's like, oh, uh, okay. Hello? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hello? Rolls the window down. Um, it's like, oh, okay. It's like, yeah, like sure. hello, ma'am, can we help you? Yeah. He's like, okay. She's like, you gotta help me, you gotta help me. And he's like, okay, okay, just like tell us what happened. And then they're outside the car, they're parked, and she's telling the boys what happened. And Dean is, asks, like, well, did the man look like he lost a fight with a lawnmower? Like, and Sam gives Dean a look. Like, okay, like you could have asked, you like, could have asked it a little bit nicer. Or like, <laughs> really? And Molly's like... <laughs> How'd you know? And Dean, like, 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 kind of, like, she was shrugging, like, huh, huh, 
Lucky guess. Sam has entered talking to the victim mode. Mm-hmm. Asked for her name. Being very gentle. She is Molly McNamara. So Sam suggests that she comes with them, that they, that they should get her somewhere safe, while he and Dean search for David. This, this because we know the boys, is a smart, safe, and responsible thing to do. From mm-hmm. her perspective, she has just run into two very large, strange men in a muscle car who are saying, get in the car with me. Yeah. yeah. She, she did is, ask for help. She asked for but... help, and she, because she was being chased by a ghost man. She does need medical attention. Yeah. There's no one else on the road. It's still scary. It's still very scary. And she is still, you know, missing her husband. She doesn't know what happened to him. So she does refuse to, refuse to go with them. And, like, I understand why she refuses in, in you know, like, a real world context. Yeah. Here, her only concern is for David. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like, which, you need to be concerned for yourself, too, at this point. Yeah, which... <laughs> From from at least this, like this point in the episode seems like a little a little strange. Looking back, it's a red flag there. I guess, yeah, yeah. It's like that's her only concern. Yeah, I I understand. Like you know, you need help. Also, these are two strange, very large men. Yep. <laughs> like this is like the as quality of that is hard. Yeah, yeah. And making the decision to get in the car with them, like maybe I'll take my chances walking along a winter road at night. <laughs> so she asks just to be taken back to her car, and the boys are like, "Yep, we can do that." But they they kind of share a glance. Yeah, and we've got this interesting thing now where we are getting kind of a look at that. So again, we get to talk about who's telling the story. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and whose perspective are we watching this story from? And here, the audience is sort of following Molly, right? Mm-hmm. So we get this sort of, and the, this whole episode sort of acts as like a slice of their life where we get to, you know, see this see this case from not their perspective yeah. and from not, like like they tried to do in Usual Suspects and it just really didn't work. So we get to, we get to see them from, from someone else's perspective kind of so we we do we see them share this glance and we're like oh this is interesting we the audience don't know everything yeah yeah they did we, we didn't have you know a long scene where they just sat in the car and told us the entire story yeah <laughs> so this this is interesting something's go- something's going on and at this point in the episode like we've seen the ghost man yeah like oh the boys are here probably hunting that ghost man yes and have stumbled across the ghost man's latest victim this is this is what we expect yeah um so the boys bring her back to the accident site. They pull up on the side of the road and she leads them to where she went off the road, but there's no car. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm sure it was here. Goes down to, to the tree to investigate. And Sam is like, we gotta get out of here. Greeley could show up any second. And Deanna's like, well, what are you gonna tell her? And Sam says the truth. And Dean is like, she is gonna run in the other direction. Like, there is no way she's gonna believe uh, what you tell her, like the truth. And when we hear this, we think, you know, like the truth is out there speech process. Right, yeah. If you tell her about ghosts, this obviously, like, fairly normal woman, you know, is going to... Be like, you're crazy. Think you're crazy, because, like, Mm -hmm. she's not warmed up to the idea of ghosts. And this is interesting because it's kind of out of character for both of them. A little bit. Dean, historically, has been the one more interested in full disclosure. Yeah. Sam has always been the more secretive one with, like, you know, secretive to protect people. Right. To we care about you, so we're not going to tell you the whole truth. So, So this is kind of weird weird and out of character for both of them. And throughout this episode, we've seen it a couple times just just now, Dean is being like weird and kind of aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which which on the first watch through reads as weird. Um he's not I mean he's not always, you know, touchy feely friendly with with victims. He's he can be gruff, he can be difficult. Yeah. But he's a little curt. He's curt and uh, impatient. Yeah. And a, a little later I think he says like look lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it's which is not how he usually deals with victims. Yeah, he's usually yeah. a little a little bit more considerate, at least like up up until the point where there's like there's their, you know serious ghost danger. Of course, looking back because like we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. We get there when we get there. His attitude toward the current situation makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, Molly is like, I know this sounds crazy. I crashed into that tree. I you know the, the car was totaled. You have to believe me. And there's a pause before Sam jumps in with, Oh, we, be- we no, we believe you. <laughs> But, um... Yeah, that's why we want to get you out of here. And it comes off... It, it comes off as, like, something's off. Yeah. In, yeah. How, in how he says it. But from her perspective, I'm sure it's... They don't blame me. Yeah. <laughs> from our perspective, of course, we're like, mm. they're hiding something. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. are they not telling her? Molly's sure that, you know, yeah, something, something has happened to David. They have to get to the cops. And Dean's like, cops, yes, great idea. Let's go to the cops right now. Yeah, he's we'll like, take we'll you there. take you to the station ourselves. Best way to help you and your husband. And Molly's reluctant, but she agrees. In the Paula driving down the highway. Molly is in the backseat and is sort of, you know, filling the silence mm-hmm. with some sad talk. Yeah. It's like we were, we're supposed to be in Lake Tahoe. It's our five-year anniversary. I did have to look up where Lake Tahoe is. I've heard of it, but I wasn't actually sure. No, yeah, I don't know either. Uh, California, Nevada border. Okay. So that's where we are. <laughs> that is where we are. Yeah, because they didn't tell us. No, they didn't tell where, us where, where, are where are we? Highway 41 is. Where yeah. are we? We don't know. Molly goes on to say that right before the accident, they were having the dumbest fight, you know, and uh, she was like, you know, we only really argued when we were stuck in the car. Sam's like, I know how that goes. And Dean looks at him like, hey, hey. <laughs> Molly's like, you know, the last thing I said to him, I called him a jerk. And she kind of like starts to panic about it. Yeah, like, she's like, oh were... God, like what if that's the last thing I ever said to him? I'm like, they were play fighting. Yeah, yeah but, but that's not what you're, th- like they were play fighting a little bit, but she was still kind of mad at him. She and... was annoyed and he yeah. was being annoying. And she shoved him off and and said and like called it and called him a jerk. And even if it was playful, that that's, was that's still, still the last thing she said to him. Look what you did, you little jerk. That's still the last thing she said to him. And it's that and 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 like so now she's starting to spiral and just, you know panic a little bit about that. And Sam turns around and he like calms her down. He's like, "We'll figure it out. We'll figure out what happened to your husband." Promise. The radio static starts to go crazy and the frequency modulates as it says on the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> And House of the Rising Sun begins to play, and Dean looks at the radio like, oh no. I realized that for the chunk, the little chunk of time that I had in the beginning that this song was playing, my subtitles were on. If I had my subtitles on, I probably would have figured out what the lyrics, yeah, what the name of the song was, and I wouldn't have had to embarrass myself and uh, <laughs> run outside. And That wasn't embarrassing. It was, you just came out and said, da 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 that a bunch and and then mom and dad were like what What? (laughs) you know the the, the song that goes like that when is that song gonna start which song the song that goes like oh it's gonna start in a minute just gotta wait okay Molly goes, this song was playing when we crashed, and then the radio starts going crazy again, and we hear, she's mine. She's mine. We see the ghost man in the road, and Dean floors it. (laughs) And Molly's like, what are you doing? He's like, hold on, we got this. 
You just keep driving. <laughs> I've driven this car through ghosts before. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a normal guy. <laughs> it's just a man. It's not Greeley. <laughs> oh, no. You see, Dean. Dean, Dean could take that gamble. <laughs> and he does. Uh, and he does. He, he drives through it and it ghosts. Ghosts right through him. Ghosts through him. Ghost smoke. And Greeley's like... <sighs> Ghost, ghost noise. <laughs> Molly is like, what the hell just happened? And Sam is like, everything's gonna be all right. <laughs> it's it's like, the way that he says it, he's just like, everything's gonna be all right, Molly. <laughs> like, like, everything's gonna be all right. right. It's gonna be all right, Molly. Like, and she's like, okay. Mm, like, like, I, no, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. And then the engine sputters. Kachunk, kachunk, kachunka. And like, Dean pulls over. And like, uh, spoke a little too soon, Sammy. Sam and Dean like, look at each other like, oh no. Dean tries the engine a couple times and he says, I don't think he's gonna let her leave. Concern. Looks all around. They get out of the mm. car. Molly is like, "This can't be happening." And Dean is like, "Trust me, it's happening." Yeah, he's being a, he's a little, a little, a little bit of a jerk. Little, little jerk. He opens the trunk, and <laughs> Molly backs away, and she's, she's like, like "She sees what's in the trunk, all these guns and things." And she's, she's like, like "Thanks for your help, but I, I think I've got it covered from here." She realizes yeah. that this is a lot worse than she realized. Yeah, it's the the slow realization of I was just in the car with, with a couple of serial killers with two very large, strange men, and in their trunk is a serial killer's arsenal. Full of guns and knives and and things that could hurt me. Strange occult shit. Yeah. Yeah. The slow back away down the road. Oh god, I was just in the car with you and you could have hurt me. his gun together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, they're loading up. And he looks at her like, what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, He's he's like, he's like, what? (laughs) Sam looks at her and then does a double, he look. he sees, shit. There's a a double take. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> go, Molly, Molly, wait a minute. Like, like both hands out. Dean, but Dean's right behind him with a shotgun. Like, like, right? And, like... This is such a bad image to be painted. Yeah. It's like, no, like, uh, no, please, please, you have to listen to me. And Molly's, like, backing away faster now. Uh, like, uh, like, uh, 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 in with, we weren't just cruising for chicks when we ran into you, sister. We were already out here hunting. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? what? And she's like, huh, hunting, hunting for what? what? And he goes, ghosts. Because he's just like, he's like, fuck and it then, at this point. Yeah. And then and then he walks away and Sam's like, ding, and again, don't sugarcoat it for her. And and again, this is not how Dean usually behaves around victims. No. This is weird. And Molly is like, you're nuts. Yeah. You're crazy. And and then he, Dean comes back with like, well, really, as not as a vanishing guy with his guts spilling out, you know what you saw. And at this point, you're, we're like, is he just being curt because he's like impatient and annoyed at this hunt and is like just not being sensitive? Like, we know there's more to the story. We know there's we more. We know there's got to be more that they're so, not telling us. That something's us. going mm-hmm. on. This is, this is, this is unusual, unusual levels of aggression for him with a victim. Yeah. Sam goes on to talk about the case that they were, that they're on. He says that they think 
Bank. His name was Jonah Greeley. He was a local farmer that died 15 years ago on this highway. One night a year on the anniversary of his death, he haunts the road. He's like, and that's why we're here. We're here to stop him. And Molly's like, did he make my car? Did he take my car too? And Dean's like, I mean, that's possible. I don't know. Ranger things have happened, huh? But Molly's like, I can't. I can't. She's like, you know what? I'm filled up with crazy. I'm gonna go to the cops myself. And Dean, again. Yeah. Don't mean to be harsh, but I don't think he'll get too far. Whoa! Says the man holding Holding a shotgun. He's he's holding a shotgun, and she is a small woman. And she's like, oh, what do you mean by that? Yeah. What's that supposed to mean? Yeah. Dean goes, plan A was trying to get you out of here. Didn't go over too well. With farmer roadkill. (laughs) And Sam's like, Molly, we're telling you the truth. He's not gonna let you leave. And like like Sam is doing his best. Yeah. <laughs> Dean is not helping. No. And this and Dean's still holding a gun. It's like she and she's like like taking slow steps back and they're advancing yeah. on her. Yeah, and she's like, You're you're serious about this. And Dean goes, deadly. Like, <laughs> like what? Jesus. Stop Tone. saying t- stop saying things like that while you're holding a shotgun. Deadly. Like you you sound like you're gonna murder her. <laughs> Sam has a concerned face and says that every year Greeley finds someone to punch for what happened to him. He goes, tonight that person is you. Uh, she's like, you know, why me? I didn't do anything. And he says, Sam says, doesn't matter. Some spirits only see what they want. And now her concern is, she's like, did, did this ghost do something to my husband? Yeah, so he took my husband. Oh, God. Sam, you know, reassuring her, we're going to help you, but first, you know, you have to help us. She's like, like I have to help you? <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> so she takes, but she she decides to help them. She takes them to Greeley's cabin. She leads them to the open door of the creepy cabin, and boys ex- you know explore it with flashlights. You know they see the bloody table, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the knives on the wall, the, the hooks from the hanging from the ceiling. No ghost man though. No. Uh, Sam comes in and says like that. There are no markers or headstones outside, and they so we know that we're looking for Greeley's grave. And they explain to Molly that it's so they can dig up the corpse and salt and burn it. She's like, and oh. she's like, oh, sure, naturally. And like, like oh, Dean. This tracks. Dean. Tone. Your tone, Dean. Yeah. yeah. And so then Sam, and Sam like, 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 keeps looking at Dean like, you are not making this job easier. No. You're, you're not explaining things well. So then he turns and explains. And this is, you know, uh, supports my theory that like, for, from the weird, kind of weird intro, this is an episode for people just hopping on. Right. Because, so we're looking for the, for the corpse so that we can salt and burn it. And the reason like, well, the re- Because? The, because the reason we do this. It's a way to get rid of a spirit. It helps It helps them move on or like whatever. So, and then we get a little bit more about the case specifically after Greeley died. His wife came to claim the body and then that was the last anyone saw of her. So their best guess is that she brought him back to this property, but he had a thousand acres. So could be anywhere. <laughs> and like, so guys, what was your plan? Yeah. <laughs> what right. was the plan? What was the plan before you met her? <laughs> Where did you, th- what was the plan, <laughs> the plan yeah. coming into this hunt to find the body? I know we get some more explanation for that later, but we... They didn't have a plan? Like, no, apparently not. Molly is like, so this is really what you guys do. You're like Ghostbusters. And this is where Dean has his look, lady. Has like, yeah, he. like, hey, hey. Hey now. He's like, this this highway is haunted once a year. So D- Dean is is being you know frustrated and patient because He's like, We know, got till sun up to wrap this up. They're on a time timetable. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, yeah he, and at this point I hadn't necessarily really caught on to Dean being that toxic, but right at this moment I was seriously like, okay, 
this is a little too much. It's like, Dean, what's like, going on with like, you? Like, what is your problem, dude? Yeah. This is just some lady. Like, and like, you've helped, pe- you've helped victims who haven't immediately gotten it before or have asked for clarification on things before. Yeah. And are, right now, you're just sounding pretty misogynistic, dude. Like, he, like, dude, what is your problem? Yeah. I mean, we know what his problem is. We've seen the episode. But, <laughs> but at this point, like, at least, you know, from an audience perspective and from her perspective, like, dude. Yeah. Chill. She's, you, she's just found out ghosts exist. Plus, she's looking for her husband. She was just in a car crash. Yeah. She should be in the hospital, probably. So they go back outside, and Molly asks what they're looking for, and Sam says Greeley's house. Maybe he's buried there. So they look for, like, roads or paths or something. They split up. Yeah. Dean heads off around one corner of this little hunting cabin. Sam and Molly head off out the front of the building. Flashlights on trees, the sound of footsteps, the camera and foley work on this, making it feel very Slender Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Molly hears a man's voice whispering, Molly, help me. And she's like, David? David? And wanders off. And, she and Sam just keeps going. More. He's not yeah. paying attention. No, this whole time he's not, really. Like, no. he he wanders off twice. Why and, Like, him? leaving her alone. And she gets grabbed by Greeley. Dean comes up with a gun. Hey. Hey. And shoots the ghost. It disappears. Uh, Sam comes running. And he's like, hey, are you all right? <laughs> I thought you were right <laughs> behind me. <laughs> like, like, we were right in front of her. And Sam comes, you know, comes over we're like, you know, like, trying to, like, reassure her, like, 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 stop panicking, you're fine. And Dean sort of, like, sweeps his flashlight around, and he's like, hey, follow the creepy brick, <laughs> creepy brick road. <laughs> yep, he found a path, so they go down it. Molly asks for clarification about the shotgun situation, and Sam explains the whole situation about rock salt and ghosts, and why you use salt for ghosts. A lot of lore in this one. A lot world. of lore in this one. <laughs> and Sam gets in a most, most cultures. cultures. <laughs> uh, salt equals purity. So it repels the impure and unnatural things. It says that this is the same reason you throw it over your shoulder. They come um. to a house. It's like decrepit looking. And Dean was like, just once I'd like to round the corner and see a nice house. <laughs> and see that right there is is more the Dean we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's more more like Dean on a hunt. It's a pretty standard creepy house. Rundown interior, beer bottles, old newspapers, candles, a ratty couch, broken glass. It looks like there's, you know, probably been teens or something hanging out in here or squatters or something. There are no headstones outside and Dean is like, yeah, right. Is it ever that easy? So he tells them, tells Sam and Molly to check upstairs and that he'll check downstairs. There's a significant shot from a very holy looking screen door. Yeah. Like from like a hole in in the screen door and I don't know why. Like they They do it twice. Is he watching them? Like they do it twice. It's maybe the ghost is watching them. Maybe the ghost is watching them but he like doesn't show up for a little while. It makes sense. But Sam finds a room with paper all over the floor, just loose newspaper mm-hmm. clippings, things like that. Molly finds an old photo album. In the photo album are pictures of Greeley and his wife Marion. There are photos of the two of them together. There's a collection of love letters he wrote her. There is a newspaper clipping, uh, an anniversary announcement, their 25th anniversary. And it, it is a, a very sweet love letter. Did you read it? No. It, it is it is really sweet. It's okay. like, it's, you know, the, um, very like, sappy. I, very, very sappy. Like, I can't believe I had a life before I met you. Aww. I can't 
can um, I can't and I can't imagine myself like la- like later yeah, without that you. There was once a world where the sun rose and set, and I did not know you were breathing under it. It's mm-hmm. it's it's very sweet and very sappy. Mm-hmm. And Molly is confused. She she reads this letter and is like, "That's beautiful," but she's confused about how a man like that could turn into this monster. And Sam explains that spirits like Greeley are not really human anymore. They're like wounded animals and they're in just lost and in so much pain that they lash out and there's something keeping them here. Some unfinished business, revenge, love, hate, something like that. Um, they just hold on too tight. They don't let go and these types of ghosts are trapped in a loop just replaying the same same, same tragedy. tragedies. And Sam, like they're sitting side by side and Sam is looking at her so sad. Yeah. And she, she's like, you know, like you seem sorry for them. And Sam is like, well, they're not... Yeah, they weren't evil people, you know. A lot of them were good. Just something happened to them and something they couldn't control. Dean interrupts. And this is where he calls Sam uh, a little J. Love Hewitt. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I don't I don't go for that, like, touchy-feely stuff. I don't like them. And uh, he says, and I sure as hell ain't making apologies for them. And Sam's like, like, come on. Yeah. Like, we were having a moment. Dean didn't find anything downstairs. And Sam's like, yeah, this is, I mean, it's a mess up here. Just a bunch of newspaper clippings and stuff, but nothing about specifically about a grave. Dean makes a successful perception check. Yeah, he's like, there's mm-hmm. something behind. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, what? Like, how did you know? <laughs> he moves, like, a bookshelf or something? Like, a, a piece dr- of furniture, a, a dresser, dresser. Yeah. out of the way, and finds, like, a little alcove in the wall with, like, a panel door in front of it. Like, or, like door. Yeah, like a yeah, Coraline like, like, door. Little, little a door. little door. He said it's locked from the inside, so he kicks it down, and we enter this, like, attic-y space. There, there's cobwebs and dust everywhere. He says it smells like, like old, old lady, lady in here. here. And a flashlight swings to reveal Oh, a, it's an old lady. <laughs> a skeleton yeah. hanging from the rafters. My Dean, read the room. <laughs> and we learn this this is Marion. Molly was like, she didn't want to live without him. How, uh, see, how long does it take for a skeleton? I mean, 15 to, years. 15 years is a while. That would be a... Again, though, we asked this before. Email us. Oh, uh, so you know the specifics on... Specifics on, like, on decay on and... Body, body decomposition and stuff. A body, you know, left out to dry in a, you know, a a dusty attic situation for 15 15 years. Would there be some sort of, like, marking underneath her body on the wood for, like, where her meat fell off? Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. She's, she, she, you don't, unless it's, like, a particularly well, like, ventilated and dry environment, you're not just going to turn into a mummy just like that. Yeah. Sam is like, give me a hand. And Dean is like, really? And Molly's like, what are you going to do? And Sam is like, we can't leave her like this. It was very dramatic, but in we like a... We can't leave her like, like this. this. And Dean's like, why not? Why not? <laughs> I don't want to touch her. And, and Sam's like, she deserves to be put to rest. And Dean reluctantly helps Sam get her down. I don't know if this was out of character, but it seemed a little weird. It was... Kind it, of a weird interaction. Yeah, it was like, Sam was like, it, this whole time, we can tell he's just obviously bothered by something and it's like not super apparent what it is or like that it, it like if it has if it's only this case if it is like this case and only has to do with this case if it is like him thinking about 
about himself and like being a monster and and all of that stuff like his whole like you know they, they weren't evil people just something happened that they couldn't control and I'm like is he yeah. talking about himself here he could be talking about projecting himself here Sam <laughs> right but like so we can tell that there's something like off but it's hard to tell like what exactly it is yet our next scene we see Dean climbing out of a grave mm. so again he was dug a grave and in good time good time and he was the one complaining about about not having enough time yeah um which I mean I that could have explained his attitude in the previous scene yeah yeah with that's, him being like well no, do we really have to that's kind of what care? I was thinking yeah it, it just it still seemed like just a, like a little bit like I don't know I guess not like him no yeah. the the snark the snarky attitude sure but I don't know he just seemed a little off mm-hmm. but uh, again don't really know I know how fast I I can dig a trench I've never dug a grave yeah exactly so <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if, if, if I've said before on the pod that I have and that it counted, but for like a pet. Oh, okay. Oh. But um, like I've helped dad before. It's, it takes a long time and there are rocks. It's yeah, not just, it's not, it's not just, just dirt. It's not just dirt. And even if it was just dirt, it's yeah, dirt's heavy yeah. and dirt. it takes forever. I have dug a trench for a water line. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's tiring, long, sweaty work. So Dean climbs out of the grave. Molly is asking clarification on on putting putting people to rest, like what happens, and Dean again is being a little bit difficult. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Lady, that is way above our pay grade." And Molly is like, kind of like reasonably like, like maybe the first person, yeah, to mm-hmm. ask. I think this is the first the first time we've asked this question in show. Yeah, like, hey, you're hunting these things. You are, you know, sal- them. Salting- putting them to rest. Yeah, qu- quote. What does that mean? Like, what happens to them? Like, and they're like, we we can't think about that. Yeah, we- we don't have time to unpack all of that. Dean, and Dean says, well, they don't come back and that's what matters. He's really not, really, really trying not to think about it at all. Yeah. Sam says, like, you know, after they let go of whatever's keeping them here, I, I hope that they go someplace better, but we don't really know. And yeah, then Molly's like, well, what happens when you burn their bones? <laughs> yeah, and, and they're like, um, um, well, we sort of, Sam brings up that John used to say that it was like death for ghosts. Yeah. But, but that's super <laughs> Super so vague. vague. And, and like, okay. we still don't know. So, yeah, he's like, he goes on this whole little speech about how, like, you know, truth is, we don't know for sure. Guess that's why these ghosts, like, hold on to life so hard. He's like, we're all, we're all scared of the unknown. And then she goes, the only thing I'm scared of is losing David. <laughs> Yeah, and like Sam, he doesn't know. He's just like that. These are these are not these are words to comfort himself. And mm-hmm. we know that Sam is someone who has faith. So he's you know to sort of reaffirm for himself that that what, what they are do- <laughs> reassuring himself that what they are doing is right. Yeah, and that they go to the someplace better he believes in, mm-hmm. which we know Dean doesn't. Yeah, and Dean is being kind of quiet through yeah, this. Like, yeah, so like if I say something, it's gonna it's gonna ruin everything. Yeah, <laughs> and I've been like if I like so it's like gonna kill the mood. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like it's the like I've been difficult all night. I know, I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut because yeah. I know if I open my mouth, that's just everyone's gonna be mad. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be just smart and just not say anything. And so, and then yeah, Molly is like just is like her, the only thing she's thinking about is David. And we get this shot of they're you know digging the. Uh, the dirt back into the grave over over what was her name? Marion. Marion. <clears throat> Marion's body. The dead lady. Digging our friend a grave. <laughs> Digging our friend a grave. 
after the burial, the boys go back, boys and Molly go back into the, the Greeley house. Then the boys are sort of like waiting off to the side while Molly is examining the photo album. And Sam has his uh, clenched jaw face. He is in the doorway. Uh, Dean is like sitting in a chair by the window. Molly is in like the kitchen area with the album. And Sam is like in the doorway between the two, like very antsy. He's like, I don't know which one of you to go to. And I don't know what to say if I go there. <laughs> so he goes to Dean and he's like, I think we should tell her about her husband. And Dean's like, we can't. And it seems like it's cruel letting her like pine for him like this. I don't like keeping her in the dark. And Dean says it's for her own good, which again, this is flipped. Yeah. Usually it's Sam being the one who's like, you know, to better protect them. We could protect them from knowledge or whatever. Knowledge of the supernatural. It's unusual for, for Dean to be, uh, so be, to be so cagey. Dean gets up from the chair and he's like, you know, I, I, I know you feel guilty, but we have to stick to the plan. Let's get her out of here. Then we'll tell her. And then Molly's like, tell me what? Which like classic. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, you've been talking, like whispering to each yeah, other in the other room. I was like, like she's just talking, looking at a phone block. They are talking so loud. Can, like, it's, it's just, a, yeah, it's a silent house. Yeah. They there's are the, in rooms next to each other. Yeah, there there's no like, wall. It's just no, a doorway. It's a doorway separating them. They're maybe 10 feet away from her. She's sitting on a table just looking at a photo album. They're not even really whispering. Yeah. Sam's just like, I can't do this. I want to tell her. And Dee's like, no, don't yeah, tell don't her. Tell her. <laughs> She's like, tell, tell me why. Tell me what. A, a little clunky, you know, and and a little silly when we've we've commented on it before, when they've <laughs> had like quiet, conver- tried to have quieter conversations loudly close to other people who haven't heard them. Yeah. yeah. He's so right there. like, just for, oh yeah, that man who's <laughs> crossing the street right now. <laughs> It's get him, Dean! Get him! Get him! <laughs> and the man's just like, doop, 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 doop. No Holding idea. flowers, like, I'm gonna talk to my lady. <laughs> and there's no one else here. Yep. And Sam's standing in the street screaming get at him. Get him! Uh, He's right there! Get him! Him! him. Right there! That, that man! That man crossing! No, you, sir! You, you sir! sir. <laughs> crossing right there. crossing right. the street with the flowers! Get him! Right get there! Get him! <laughs> She's like, yes, yeah, so a little, a little silly. Yeah, and she's like, it's about David, isn't it? Like, you know what happened to him. Yeah, and then she's like, uh, like what? Don't tell me because I'll mess up your hunt. You don't care about me or my husband. And, and Sam's like, that's not true. I, and like, and like, I believe. Like Sam, ca- Sam does care. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think Dean probably cares too. But it's just a weird situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's true. They are not here for her. I'm not here for you. No, and yeah, like she's not necessarily priority. No, and, um, uh, which is which again is unusual because usually the victims would be. Yeah, exactly. Usually they wouldn't be this, I guess, callous or dismissive. Yeah, or... Is, of of the victim. Yeah. Uh, usually, like, their their top priority would be getting the victim out. But right now they're focused on the hunt, which is weird. Uh, and if we're, like, talking about this from, like, a... We as the audience are sort of following Molly, at, the, at least at this point of the episode, it's sort of, it's, you know, making the audience ask the question, like, is this more with more what they're like from, like, an outside right. perspective? Mm-hmm. Do they come across as, like, obsessed weirdos? And, like, I'm, I'm Dean's, sh- like, Kurt and Sam is, like, emotional. So Molly is, like, you know, like, whatever it is, tell me, please. And then the radio modulates. And static and the House of the Rising Sun starts playing. And Molly's like, he's coming. Dean goes to investigate. Yeah, he goes to the other room and pulls a cloth off an old radio and bends down and picks up like a broken and frayed cord. It's not plugged in. <gasps> it's a ghost. It's and and ghost. and and like Dean like I get like Dean had to go check, but it's also like I knew it. I knew it. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ghost material right there. <laughs> Ghosts and their unplugged radios. <laughs> so <laughs> 
so typical. <laughs> Here's a noise. And then the windows in the door start to frost. And we hear and see in the, like, written in the frost, she's mine. She's mine. And because, I mean, Greeley, you know, he's not, like, in the house right now. So, like, the frost has come up the outside of the glass. Oh, he actually wrote that backwards. He wrote that backwards. He's like, I, I want them to understand exactly what I'm saying. Yep. So they don't have to take a second to decipher this. <laughs> She's mine. Um, yeah, Dean had said to Sam to stay with Molly. And Sam walks a few steps away, <laughs> leaving Molly behind. And Molly is standing in front of this big window. Yeah. Like, like big, 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 big window in the living room. And, and there's a, like, it's like, just like sitting. multiple shots of her standing there and then like, Sam wandering away. Like, and I her standing there and Dean in the kitchen. Coming. And oh. her standing there and she's just standing there in front of the window like, no, like what's going on? I don't know. Where is it? Where is it? Where is, Where is he? He's coming. He's coming. Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> and, and bam! Like, look behind you. And then the ghost man comes through the window. Breaks through the window behind Molly and grabs her, pulls her out the window. Sam turns around like, ah, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> what's, uh, he's, he got, he's got Molly! She, Shocker! He's, the way that he said, "Ah, oh, he's got Molly." <laughs> he, he's like running. Oh, he's it's got, got Molly. Molly. Oh, but oh my god, that the way that he like jumped through the glass, I was like, "Ah, oh, man!" Yeah, I flinched. Oh, I totally gosh, flinched. And Stephen was like, "What just happened?" Yeah. <laughs> a ghost came like, through. Ah! Ghost came through window. Ghost came through the window. <laughs> it was like. It's the, I think it was the first supernatural jump scare that's got me like a Five Nights at Freddy's jump scare. Really? Yeah. That's funny. The type of jump scare where it's like had me recoil back. There was one other that that There was one that I don't remember when. I don't remember what the jump scare was. But it definitely got you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't yeah. remember. Hey, uh, listeners, if you remember, because you see, the problem is, I forget what happens in an, in an episode of our podcast as soon as I stop Same. the recording. I yeah. forget. You guys remember more than me because you guys will remember episodes just based on the title, and I'll be like, well, "Which one is that?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to explain the plot to me again. So, uh, any listeners keeping track of which jump scares actually got us? Yeah, uh, right. Uh, it should be a tally somewhere. Yeah, somebody keep track of that. Let so us let us I'm know. Apparently Apparently, I've got two tallies um, that, that I remember. Yeah, I, I think I remember my that one too. To best. So at least two have. that really got you. So the boys jump out the window and run into the woods and find nothing. So they go back to the house and Sam. Yeah, it's a lot of like flashlight on tree, bounce and bounce and bounce and run, 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 they run, 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 and then they're in a little bit of a clearing and their backs are to each other and they turn and, and they're they, just like, ah, oh, dang, we lost dang, her. We lost them. Whoops. But like, they could have like kept looking for her. Yeah, I know. They just kind of like ran out into the woods and were like, well, fuck. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. So they go back into the house. Sam's like, we gotta find Molly. <laughs> <laughs> Dean's like, well, we gotta find Gurley's bones and no pressure, but now we got less than two hours before sunrise. So again, Dean caring more about the case, more about this haunting, yeah, than the victim, which again, not like Dean. Yeah. So Sam is looking over the photo album and he calls Dean over, and we're looking again at this photo of Greeley and Marion in front of the hunting cabin, dated February sixth, nineteen ninety two, which, which was like two weeks before the accident, as they say. And Sam looking at the picture, he's like, "I swear, there's a tree right where they're standing," and then and then he's like. Of course. Yeah, it's like an aha moment. Dean, this lore that we all know. <laughs> I should have thought of it. It's an old country custom. Is planting it? a tree as a grave marker. Is, Is it? it? I'm dubious about that. 
I don't know. I don't think so. That feels like a more modern, like, I want a tree planted for me when I die. I like, is it? Is it an old country custom? Is it? Is it? Sam? Is How it? How big Lore. do trees get in 15 years? Yeah, not, right? That's not, the other thing. Not it that would be like a sapling and then, like, how big was this tree? I didn't even, I don't remember how big well, it was. Well, think about the trees at the lake. Yeah. The, along the driveway that mm-hmm. Granddad planted. Yeah. More than 15 years ago. Yeah. Not that big. Not that big. Huh. I mean, it's, it's a really fast growing tree, maybe. Right, but. But not that big. Not that big. Yeah, and then as he's like, he's like, oh, a pl- planting a tree as a grave marker. And Dean is like, like, you're a walking encyclopedia of weirdness. He's like, yeah, I know. I know. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I know. know. I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. I know I went things. to law school. I know things. I know things like trees as grave markers. I should have known that from law school. Oh the way. The way. <laughs> Our next scene, Molly has her hands tied above her head on a, like a hook. This scene made me look up the, <laughs> the, the writer. writer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is a pretty classic supernatural torture scene. Yeah. Right? It's the heroine of the of the hour is tied up in the monster of the week's lair and is being sexy tortured. Mm. Yes. I didn't And he's being he's being weird and gross and like touching her face and <laughs> Yes. Like, pulling her shirt up to cut her stomach and, uh, like... Like, rubbing her belly. It, it's just just weird touch. Yeah. Weird touch. With, like, weird, dirty, bloody hands. Yeah. And weird, like, weird, gross okay, touch. She's like, some sort of David. blood disease. <laughs> what, what did you do to him? And then, yeah, Grilla's like, you should worry about him anymore. You should worry about yourself. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the way that he was talking. No. It was, like, uh-huh. weird, gross, like, this is the type of, like, I don't know, his delivery was getting giving me, like, PSA that they show us for, like, creepy... Creepy, creepy old men. <laughs> creepy old men that you find on the internet that try to meet you. Wags his finger, like, his ah, bloody ah, little ah. finger at her, and is, like, strokes her face. It's just the weirdly sexual face touching. Yeah. I don't, like, what, why are we doing this now? Yeah, because it wasn't like that's in his character. No. no. He's supposed to be just, like, this nice man. And <laughs> that, that who loved his wife. Yeah. Who, who, through being a tortured ghost, has turned into a murderous monster. None of that has to be sexual. She's like, I know about your wife. And hurting me won't bring her back. And he's like, she's gone. Oh, I got left hurting you. So like... Scratches her chest with his fingernail. Like, why did he do that? And not like... Like, scratch, scratch. Not like... Not like... Like, 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 Yeah, not (laughs) an old scratch. It's a long fingernail that's like a knife. Like a cat scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, deeper than a cat scratch. No, it's it's like he turned his his nail into a knife. Yeah. And and, And made a... And made a, made a made little a, incision. The boys are running around outside, and they get to the cabin and hear her screaming from inside, being tortured. So Sam tells Dean to go get Molly. They don't look... Well, he goes for the tree. They don't look like that... Well, worried about her? Yeah. Yeah. They, they were, were just like, okay, go inside and help Molly. It was a little, like, it was a little like, I mean, in only in retrospect, it's like seeing that they, they know that the stakes aren't as high as we might think they are yeah. from her perspective. I guess, but so. like, even so, if you're hearing someone screaming in the, in a barn, yeah, you should still be like, I oh, know. Dean gets off a classic Dean entrance where he gets to shoot the ghost man mm-hmm. to, to save the screaming lady. He does shoot the ghost man, like the ghost man is between Dean and the screaming Screaming lady. Where did that rock salt go? Yeah, it, Where it didn't hit her. It ghosted right through him and, and magicked around her. Magic. Uh, what is it? Spelt Dissolved, sculpting? Maybe. Yeah, because we've seen, like, when they've sh- 
shot go- rock salt and goes before, it's like hit the wall behind. Where when the yeah. ghost turns to smoke, it hits the wall. Maybe it didn't hit her didn't though. Hit her so because that would have would have been inconvenient. Inconvenient. <laughs> oh, we love supernatural for story for story reasons. For story reasons. Um, really shows up behind Dean. Well, Molly says says, "Oh, thank God," and Dean kind of like a little like shy, like like <laughs> call me Dean. You can and just like call there, me he Dean. Is. there he is. There's there's the there's, Dean, there's Dean. Okay, there's the the rascal. Yeah, yeah. Greeley go- appears and then they have a little ghost fight. He's like, ha, like goes like 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 moves Just his, his finger, finger and like scratches Dean from like across the room, scratches Dean on his cheek. Yeah. Okay. So if he didn't, he so he didn't have to touch her. No. No. To do that cut. No. With, with his with his magic with his magic fingernail. Magic ghost fingernails. <laughs> so he, he could have been like he, slashing he, and dicing from like across the room. He didn't yeah. have to touch her. No. It he wanted a, to. And that was that's worse. Yeah. It could have been a cool ghost torture scene if he was like walking around her. Like yeah. Like doop. With a lot of flourish, flourish, and flair. Flourish and flair. She's exactly like, I thought the you were energy an old man. we were getting from the weird old farmer. <laughs> She's like, I thought you were an old man. I'm very fussy. Yeah, so, little ghost fight. Greeley uses his ghost powers to slam Dean against the wall, and... To pick up a knife. Yeah, Sam finds the bones under the tree. So, okay, well, uh, my question is, was there, do, we, do we we see the tree? Yeah. He's digging at the base of the tree. Yes. There are roots. There are roots under a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Where are Where the are tree the roots? roots? Inconvenient for you, story reasons. <laughs> you can't. So anyone who has dug a hole of any kind near trees knows what a pain it is, because because yeah. your, your shovel bounces off the tree root and you can't actually dig the hole. Yeah. This and this would be not good. Wouldn't the tree good. grow around the body? Yes. And would eat it. Yeah. Plants, uh, especially in nutrient-poor uh, poor areas. Like that. Like meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, roses. Like. Yeah. Um, you should feed your roses blood. They like they like raw meat and blood. Then I've given you prolites and mineral supplements. What do you want from me? Blood? Yeah, this this digging up under a tree. Not how this works. Not how it would work. Not how this works. Magic tree roots that just move away for Sam. Right. Dean yells for Sam to hurry up from inside. Greeley grabs the and ghost grabs the hunting knife and goes at Dean. And Dean holds him off for a minute. Sam salts and puts gas on the bones and (laughs) drops a match in. It's like such a funny going back and forth between ghost fight Sam getting the body yeah. ready. It's ghost fight Sam getting the body ready. Yeah, it's and like, he's and it's like he like he dug it up in like record time, and then it's mm-hmm. like oh oh no salt. Let me let me just really season this. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, gotta put the gas on. And Dean's like hurry up he's out like, there. And he's, he's just like chugga 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 la la la. And he's just like and he like looks at the match for a second and then drops it instead of just like um let me put that in there real quick or yeah. like drop that real quick he like looks at it and it's like alright plus drop it fire time not gonna fire time no if you drop the match it'll just go it's out, just go out. <laughs> but thank you for, for dropping a match and not your entire Zippo lighter <laughs> I mean honestly yeah. it would work better yeah to have like just an open lighter like going and then drop that in but then you'd lose a lighter every time I guess <laughs> Greeley starts backing away and groaning and looking up and screaming. I mean, it's a classic ghost die. Yeah. Ghost takes forever to die. But he like, goes up in flames. And they keep 
cutting tamale like hanging from the chains like making like weird moaning noises like looking at the at the dying greeley like ah, ah. <laughs> and it's like i mean it's supposed to be like a shocked moment for her but like but it was weird it was kind of weird so greeley greeley dies the knife is kind of thrown though, like, yeah. down or, like, out into the wall. I, I couldn't see if it was on the floor or the wall, yeah. but it was, like, he was holding the knife, and then, like, his spirit was just, like, ah! <laughs> like, threw it in the last second. One last chance to be, like, die, Wally, die! Yes. God dang it. Dean is, like, winded after this, which is, like, he was just, th- I mean, sure, he was thrown to the wall and then slumped down, and then he had to, like, try to wind out of fight off of the, the ghost with the knife, but, yeah, I could have just knocked the wind out of him, but he lo- he was, like, <laughs> winded wild. on the floor. Wild. While he's trying to hold the ghost back, he's like... (laughs) (laughs) That feeling of, I can't breathe! Yeah. That would have been awful. Molly is like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so everybody makes it out okay because they're back on the highway. They all head back to the Impala. Molly insistent that she is not going anywhere without them telling her what happened to David. Yeah, and she's like, you knew. Like, she's talking to Sam. He's like holding the door trying to get her to get in the car. <laughs> and she's like, this whole time I've been looking for him and you knew that really killed him, didn't you? He's dead. And Sam is like, no, Molly. David's alive. And he goes, I'm sure. And he's like, we'll, we'll take you to him. Come on. And kind of euphoric, she's like, wait a sec, like, are like you sh- you're sure that he's alive? Okay. Like, like what are we waiting for? Let's yeah, go. Let, let's, let's fucking go right now. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, she at gets in the car kind of yeah. smiling. So, like, what was your thought at this moment? Like, like, after, like, the, like, what, like, what were, what did you think was happening I was here? Like, I was just very confused. Um, I was like, because the tone is weird. The tone is very weird with Sam when he's like, he's like, no, Molly, David is alive. Like, he's, he's serious about thought, it. He's not just mm-hmm. trying to get her to get in the car, like, lying to her to get her in the car, but it was like, what else could he be doing then, you know, I before thought, we know what really happens? Like, she must be just lying to get her to go in the car with them. I thought maybe at this point he was gonna, like, take her to the hospital and he would be, like, like on life support or like, something. Like, he's alive. Technically. Technically <laughs> alive. <laughs> yeah. Technically he's a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> so they pull up at a house and Sam explains that he's right in there and Molly's like, I don't understand. And Sam cryptically says, you, you will. will. And they all get out. She runs up to the house and kind of stops watching a man uh, inside, like, for, through the blinds in the window. And she's like, that's not... It's not through the blinds. It's like the the, the whole big front window is open and she's, oh, just, okay, standing, yeah. she's, she's just, just standing, standing there. there. She's like, like, no, it, 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 it looks like the blinds were like that, like half open, where the lines are like across, so like you can see in. I thought the windows were just. I think the. I thought the. they were just. I think the windows were just open. Oh boy! So, so she's, she's just, just standing like, there. She's just staring she, at him. I think it's worse if she's right up on the. the oh yeah, no, I didn't think she, she wasn't like up up against okay. closed blinds. I thought that they were like half open and. No, I think the windows, the front the windows, windows just, were just, just open. open. Wow, it's a and it's a big front window, and yeah. she's just standing in the yard. Yeah, and it's not like. It's so dark out that you can't see outside. You know, it's like, it's getting to be morning at this point. Yeah. And yeah, she's like, it, it can't be. Like, what what's happening? And there's a, a woman comes into the room and kisses the man. You were dating Derek too? 
That two-timing jerk! In the kitchen, you're making a cup of coffee, reading the paper. Yeah, it turns to kiss this woman who comes in. Everybody, you know, they're both in bathrobes and, you know, confusion. Something's, it's just not clicking for Molly. She's like, she asks, like, who is that? Like, who is that bitch? <laughs> in there with my husband. And Sam says, that's David's wife. He goes, I'm sorry, Molly. 15 years ago, you and your husband hit Jonah Greeley with your car and David survived. And she's like, whoa, like, what, what are you saying? Like, this makes no sense. And, and Dean is like, we're saying that there isn't just one spirit haunting Highway 41. There are two, Jonah Greeley and you. And Sam explains that for the past 15 years, one night a year, they've both been appearing on that highway. And she's like, no, that's not possible. It was our anniversary. It's February 22nd, 1992. And Sam is saying that along with her in unison, like, yes, um, and Dean, 1992. And yeah, Dean says, Molly, it's 2007. 2007. And it's like, and she's oh. like, oh, God. At this reveal. Did you guys see the reveal coming at all? I had sort of... I, I just knew something was up. I didn't know, like, specifically what the reveal was going to be. They um bring her to see David. I was like, oh, no, he's never been her husband. <laughs> and she's just, like, a crazy lady. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. They have to explain to her, you know, or, like, like that maybe she's actually still the victim, but she has more going on in her life, you know. But I, I didn't realize uh, until they said it. I'm like, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's, 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 probably probably it. It. That, that's probably it. <laughs> I had made, I had written down and made a joke. I was like, oh, what if she's a ghost? And when, then... When did you say that? Before. Right before he's like, right no, before, Molly. Right before, yeah, David's right. alive. Yeah. And then I was like... <laughs> Oh, whoops. Oh, 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 she is a ghost. Yeah. When I was explaining this episode to Stephen, like, I, I can't remember at what point I got to, but uh, I think it was when when she, when uh, I said that, like, Sam was like, you know, no, he's alive. Like, we'll get in the car. We'll take you to him. And Stephen was like, she's, she's dead. She was dead the whole time, wasn't she? I'm like, yeah. Yep. So we have this... Like um, a flashback. A uh, flashback montage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where we get some clips from the side of the story we usually start with, with the boys on a case. Sam and Dean and the Impala going over the Highway 41 case. 12 accidents over 15 years. Five of them fatal, all on the same night. Witnesses the- said that they all saw the same thing that made them crash. A woman appearing in the middle of the road being chased by a bloody man. We see them doing library research. We see microfiche! Yes! One of my, one of my favorite things! Because... That's that's kind of how my me- I think I've talked about this before. Yeah. That's kind of how my memory works. Yeah, you store it on the I, little I, thing. I store it and kind of scroll yeah. through mm-hmm. through it, like I'm zooming around over a PDF. Um, well, I love microfiche. The you see pictures that they used for them for Molly was like all just blacked out. And it was, was like, like very poor, it did grainy not picture. Look like her at all. No tragic <laughs> accident kills two on Highway 41. Flash them talking to David with Dean just cutting in with. Now where is Molly buried? <laughs> Like, I'm like, how did you get to that point? When yeah. were, what were you pretending to be? I know. In in that like that got you there organically. Yeah, and he's like, Molly wasn't buried; she's cremated. And I was like, oh, isn't that always the case? Yeah. Um, yeah. So so much for burning her bones. And Sam is like, well, what's imagine th- if they said that to David. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much, much for burying her bones. <laughs> Sam is like, so what's keeping her here? Flash to Molly crashing the car. David not being there. Flash of Sam saying, some spirits just see what they want. Uh, Molly running out in front of the Impala. And Sam inside the car, like, before she runs around to his window, as, as like, we, we we see them seeing her screaming in the road, and Sam realizing, and he says, like, Dean, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think she knows that she's dead. And then she runs around and starts banging on the window screaming for, for help. Flash 2. Where are you gonna tell her the truth? She'll take off running in the other direction. Some 
some spirits hold on too tight. They just can't let go. So like, so this puts into context some of the whole episode. Yeah, I mean, you know, the whole episode now has context. Dean's attitude mm-hmm. through the whole thing it's has context. Like, it's like in Death in Paradise when we're having the montage of the that, killer. That explains the murder. Yeah. <laughs> so we're yeah. like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that is what this montage is here. That's the, the purpose of this thing. The Death in Paradise montage. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, Dean's attitude through the whole episode, being curt and impatient while Sam is trying to empathize with her. It's like, you're a spirit. I hate spirits. Yeah, she's a supernatural being, mm-hmm. and she doesn't deserve the time and effort uh, from, from Dean's perspective Does that a real victim would. She's not any... a real victim from his perspective. Does she look any different, though? Like, she looks like a human. Because she believes she is. Yeah. That's how she would present herself just naturally, like, because that's who she believes she is. Mm. She she doesn't believe she's dead. So if she wanted to, she could be... She ter- could have ghost powers, probably. She, yeah, she yeah, could be like, She could have... Yeah, or she could have gotten away from Greeley. She just doesn't know. It, and if, if she realized she was... she, she If she realized she was a ghost, that then she might have moved on sooner. Flashback to present. Molly is like, what about Greeley? And Sam says, each year he punishes someone for his death. And each year it's you and she's like but i don't remember any of it and uh he says that it's because she couldn't see the truth and then we learn you know that's that's why he wouldn't let her off of the highway he's like because i killed him because i killed us both we see the sun is rising and there's they're still hanging out outside just sitting like imagine he looks out and he's like what the fuck like, Molly. Not, is that fucking Molly? <laughs> like, talking to <laughs> this, Those out. FBI agents are talking to a lady who looks like my dead wife, and they're just sitting on the lawn. It's like, why? They were asking questions about her. Yeah. What? Molly? <laughs> <laughs> and so Molly's still working through through some of this, and she's like, you know, she's asking, like, why why didn't you tell me? And Dean's like, you wouldn't have believed us. <laughs> yeah, like, you barely believed us when we were like, we hunt ghosts. Yeah. So, like, so you would not have believed that you were a ghost. Yeah. And she's like, oh, and you needed me for bait. And there's sort of like an awkward like well, well, well we, we needed you, you. <laughs> yup and Molly kind of turns around and she's like David and Sam is like we brought you here so you could move on and she stands up and you're, she's like I have to tell him Sam is like tell him what imagine just yeah David <laughs> just David I need to tell you something it's like oh my god <laughs> yeah and he's like Sam is like, you know, that tell him that you love him, that you're sorry. He already knows those things. If you want to go in, we're not going to stop you. And Dean is like, yeah, but you're going to freak him right out <laughs> for life. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Dean, like, like, Dean, she's... <laughs> She doesn't need to hear that, she, but... Like, not necessary, bud. And then Sam kind of, to, like, gloss over at that, says, like, well, David has already said his goodbyes, Molly. Now it's your turn. This is your unfinished business. And she's just like, what am I supposed to do? And Sam is, like, you know, grief counseling the ghost lady. Yeah. And they've never done this before. No. no. They, they, they salt and burn bones, and then they go, like, poof. Yeah. This is whole so, territory for them. And and Sam is, like, like saying this as if he knows what's going to yeah. happen, and yeah. as if he knows how to do this he's like yeah you know you just you just, just let, let go, go. <laughs> 
And he goes, let go of David, of everything, he must and have, I think you'll move on. He must have, like, he must be a fan of Ghost Whisper. <laughs> Sam, Sam just that, is a fan of he's, watching he's the show. He's like, I can't like, imagine they are. Because, because... They're not a fan, but, like, at least watched a few episodes so that they're, like... Well, now in the back of his mind, he's, he's like, like, shit, what, what, what would say? she have said? What would she have said? What would she have said? Uh, you just have to, like, Yeah, because this, this, this dialogue was very Ghost Whisper. Mm-hmm. He's like, shit, uh, uh, you just... Drawing on Jeff Love Hewitt. Shoot. <laughs> gotta find that uh, in my soul. You just gotta, um, oh. Uh. <laughs> She's like, are you saying... Are you okay? Are you saying lines from Ghost Whisper? <laughs> yeah, and Molly's like, but you don't know where. Like, you don't know you, where you I'll don't, go. You don't know. You don't know that it's gonna be okay. And he's like, it's like, no, but Molly, you don't belong here. And he says, like, haven't you suffered enough? It's time. It's time to go. So she walks forward toward the sunrise and sort of, we see her face and she she smiles and she kind of turns into a light and disappears. Um, and I think it's the first time we've seen a spirit yeah. go that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a way that was peaceful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and the, the, the sun is rising over, over the house and this, you know, quiet, like, suburban neighborhood and they're still sitting on the front lawn. Mm-hmm. So imagine if David had looked out the window, saw see Molly walk away <laughs> and turn into light. And he's like, There's two FBI guys and Molly sitting on the front lawn. Molly gets up, is having a conversation, walks down the street and vanishes in light. <laughs> and then they get in their car and drive away and he's yeah. like, uh, 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 uh. And his wife is like, hey, honey, what's wrong? He's like, I, I think ju- I, I just saw my dead, dead wife turn into, into light. And Dean is like, I guess she wasn't so bad for a ghost. Like, okay, jerk. Yeah. And then he asks Sam, like, you, you really think she's going to a better place? And he just says, I hope so. Yeah. And then, yeah, Dean is like, well, I guess we'll never know until we take the plunge ourselves, huh? It's like, please don't joke about that, please Dean. Don't joke about that, Dean. Sam's and like, it's like, doesn't really matter, Dean. Hope's kind of the whole point. And that's interesting. That's an interest. So Sam here presents an alternative thesis for the show. Yeah. We were presented before with your misery is the whole point. Mm-hmm. And that's true. So he presents this alternative thesis for the show that hope is the whole point and it that's kind of true from a from a viewer perspective other remember the main thesis like this, that this show is a tragedy their misery is the whole point that's why we're watching this is to watch a tragedy hope is kind of the whole point that's what keeps the it's show underlying yeah. yeah and that's part of what makes it a tragedy yeah their hope and the audience's hope that it will get better that they'll get there someday yeah that there's something that there's a better place that's what keeps the show going. That's what keeps the story going. That's what keeps them as characters going, is hope. That's what keeps the fandom going. Yeah. <laughs> for better for, for better or worse. And is uh, certainly a choose, choosing to believe in believe in that that thesis, sort of as a you know, the other side of the coin from you know, your misery is the whole point. Choosing to believe in hope is kind of the point. Um, I think is a, from, from a from a one-off filler episode, mm-hmm. this, this little line I think is a really interesting and special thing. Yeah. So the episode ends with Dean ca- calling Sam Haley Joel. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Let's hit the road. They get in the car. And drive off into the rising sun. Mm-hmm. Episode ends. So, what do we think of the episode? I really I liked, liked this one a lot. I did too. The ending made me tear up. Yeah. Especially when she was like, I don't know where I'm gonna go. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen. And she was looking to them for help and they are like, we don't know. We don't know either. And, but yeah. like, you, you gotta go because you're not, you don't belong here. And 
And like most, like all of their ghost hunting experience is seeing what happens when spirits stay. Yeah. When they become vengeful spirits. And although Dean doesn't remember his his out-of-body experience with the Reaper, that's what she explained to him. Like, yeah. That, that if he chose to stay... He could become that. Eventually, mm-hmm. he would lose his mind and become the thing that he hunts. That's what happens to spirits who choose to stay. Mm-hmm. Or spirits who are stuck. So getting to see her choose to leave and find peace before all of that nasty violence... Yeah. She was she was still she was a victim to it for 15 years, yes. but still cho- choosing to not be subjected to it by them and, cho- mm-hmm. and choosing to go out peacefully was certainly a nice change of pace. Yeah. Um surprisingly touching. Yes. Yeah. For a supernatural episode. It was. Uh, and not having I mean, there was violence on women, but at least not having her die. Yeah. She was already dead. She was already dead, but like as in <laughs> as in not like we didn't have to see it like over and over, over, and, over and over. Yeah. No, I I really liked how we just kind of jumped in and we didn't get that first half of the story and our focus became like the dead people mm-hmm. and it was like our main characters kind of took a back seat and I think that was really interesting. And we got to see see them through a slightly different lens. It wasn't like wholly from another perspective. Because right. We or did completely s- objective. Because no. we, we did still get like their sidebars. Yeah. But we did get to see a little bit more about what they're like from an outside perspective without knowing all the information. So that mm-hmm. was interesting. And um, what it looks like when you know Dean, like when Dean is put in a very different kind of situation and doesn't know how to interact with a supernatural being. And I think seeing her be in that situation and seeing her at the very end not knowing what to do and like looking to them like like I don't know like what's going to be there. I think that last scene really might have changed Dean's perspective a little bit. Yeah, certainly it's because we haven't really gotten to just talk to ghosts. Yeah. Really. We've communicated with ghosts in a non-violent way before. Mm. They they were mostly still, you know, horribly tortured souls who were stuck on this plane. Yeah. You know, without being able to find rest. So we haven't really, you know, sat down and, like, had a chat with one before. Yeah. Being able to know that, like, some ghosts are just people because they were people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it it challenges Dean's Dean's worldview. What John kind of drilled into them. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, it was just like it was was with the vampires. Yeah, that was similar. Mm-hmm. We got to talk to them, but their argument was like, we have the right to exist, you know, but I think it was it was interesting to see a different version of that, like talking to the monster, monster in quotes. Because then that really challenged Dean because he was like, at the very end, he really questioned like, have we been killing innocent people this whole time? Because yeah. Especially since like, it makes you wonder like, how, are there some monsters that are just trying to communicate with you and you just see that society thinks that they're monsters so you just kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, we you know, get to see more and more of that as, as we go on. We never get to the point that they do in Buffy. Oh where yeah, where they just kind of adopt they, Spike. and <laughs> they, Well, they adopt Spike, but they're like, not just Spike, like their whole view of the supernatural evolves over the course of Buffy into like... Okay, so Sunnydale is not is is a place where monsters live, and they live here. Yeah. And as long as they're not like actively murdering people, this is where they live. There's a portal to hell. What are you gonna do? Like, so Buffy becomes more of just like a as long as it's not like as long as they're not trying to end the world. Yeah. Or actively murdering people. It's like when you have a spider in your shower. <laughs> 
<laughs> like if we look at each other, like I know you I know do, I know you do you what you do. You live here. Don't you touch me. Don't, don't touch me touch or my me. stuff. Basically, yeah. So they they adopt. I don't Spike. hurt you. You don't hurt me. We never really get to that point on Supernatural. Dang. Every episode is really is mostly still about killing monsters. There are as we go through the show because the threat, the, like the threats, get bigger and bigger. Yeah, they have to rely on individual monster allies who they do sort of adopt and yeah. and are like early seasons we would have tried to kill you but right now the world's going to end so can we be on the same <laughs> side so i so i still don't like you so i'll trust you but uh, but also you're the first person i called when i needed help <laughs> But uh, if you make a wrong move, I'll stab you. Except, yeah, with see love. you for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks on Saturday? Except, what do you want for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting takeout. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that kind of relationship. There are a number of characters like that. But it's all it's mostly individuals. So are we still seeing that movie on Saturday? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's individuals with whom they build a relationship. Right. I mean, it's a more adult, more violent show in general. It has a show about, you know, traveling the country and hunting monsters. In Buffy, it's just the one town. And they're like, okay, well, we'll just worry about <laughs> yeah worry about what we have going on here and it's like and like this is the town where the monsters live so we can't just keep killing all of the citizens <laughs> <laughs> Anything else we want to say about the episode? I just that I liked Molly. Yeah, I liked, I liked her. Too. I, liked her. I, I wanted to bring this up. The actress who plays her. Oh, I liked how she had some form of self-preservation. It was a little at the extreme moment, but it was when she saw that they were taking out the guns and stuff, and she's like, "You know yep. what? I'm gonna pass." Yeah, she's like, she's "I've like, got a comfort from here." She's like, "I'm gonna leave," and then Sarah's like, mm, "Wait, wait, wait!" She's like, "No, don't leave me alone." It was, and it was good acting too mm-hmm. when she was. Because she seemed, like, very scared at these two grown men. Yep. And she was like, can you guys leave me alone? Like, please leave. <laughs> and Sam kept on, like, moving closer to her. And yeah. it was like, can you, jeez. Give her some space. Yeah, give her some space. You are huge. Like, he makes, he makes Jensen Ackles seem small. Yeah. So she looks very different. But listeners who are, you know, sci-fi, sci-fi fans would know the actress who plays Molly. Trisha Helfer. She looks very very, di- very different because she's like like platinum blonde in Battlestar Galactica. Oh, okay. <gasps> oh. She's the Cylon. Yeah. In Battlestar Galactica. She played six. Very different look. Yeah. On on Battlestar, she was like like bombshell. Yeah. And in this, she's just looks like a normal person. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, she stood yeah. out in like yeah. her acting. Yeah. She didn't need yeah. to look any different. You know? No. No, she was very good. I'm glad um, she, that she wasn't like, she, she wasn't wearing heels, right? I don't think so. No, she was wearing jeans and a and a tank top and a hoodie. Yeah. Yeah, because it was Snow on the ground, no coat. It would have yeah. been so annoying if she was running around in the woods with heels. Yes. Uh, but she but she she's a Canadian actress. This is this is another tell me you film in Canada. <laughs> yeah, without telling me you film in Canada. But uh so yeah, uh shout out to uh special guest star Trisha Helfer for, yeah. for her role as Molly in this. So join us next time for season two, episode seventeen, Heart. While investigating the death of a lawyer who appeared to have been killed by a wild animal. Sam and Dean realize they are tracking a werewolf. <gasps> I was just gonna say. Ooh. Okay, cool. Our first werewolf. Our first werewolf is next time. Are they sexy? What do you think? Probably not. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I hope, next time. I hope they're sexy. Sexy werewolves. Sexy werewolves. Sexy werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Teen Wolf, so. Aww. Or what's the other one? Vampire Diaries? True Blood? True Blood. True Blood. Yeah, Vamp- both. Both. The one All they- of the above. Both. 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 Both is good. It's so, Teen Wolf is so funny. The clips of when they're about to turn into. Is that the one Joe Manganiello's on? Which no, one was Joe Manganiello on? So. I don't really remember. 
He played a werewolf on one of those. It's, but it's the one where they, they're like, in he, the actual actors as people are running on all fours to transform. <laughs> <laughs> Before they try. <laughs> lo- I loosely remember this one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember any specifics, but I remember it's like, oh yeah, it's the werewolf one. <laughs> early, the early season of werewolf one. Okay. So uh, join us next time for season two, episode 17, Heart. Until then, I've been a host, Margaret. I've been a host, Patricia. And I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song, Bruff Music, as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, dad. You can find us at 3IdgetsPod on most of the internet, and get in touch with us by emailing 3IdgetsPod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.